Oh, hey. Sorry I didn't see you there. This is an audio medium. If you grew up on Disney Channel shows and DCOMs, my time machine is ready for you to take a journey back to those golden days. Quick! Before the time reaches 8-7 Central! Time travelers, what is up? Welcome back to the Time Machine. I've uh, got a very special episode for you today with a very special guest, um, my best friend from college, Scott Patrick Wilson. <laughs> but just college. There were best friends before. There will be after. But it's just it's just college as of now. <laughs> what? You said my best friend from college. <laughs> we met in college. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Why would I say anything else? It's a modifier. It's an adjective. I have to put my English major to use. Oh, okay. That makes that does make sense. Right. <laughs> so, um, if you're new here, this is a podcast where I am chatting with my friends about Disney Channel material. Old, some new, but mostly not because it's trash. Um, <laughs> do you think that, that? Do you think that it um, is trash, or do you think that we just don't? get it anymore. I do think that it is trash. But there has to be some level of like bias, right? right? Yes, definitely. But I just there is a noticeable quality drop in almost every way. That's fair. It almost makes you wonder like why have they not like we're in the age of like prestige TV. It's like why would you not try to make it really good? You know what I mean? Right. They have I don't it's know. Disney. It's like it's not like they're out of funds. You know what <laughs> Maybe I mean? the people do think that they're doing a good job though. But that's what I'm saying is like like who, who, who among us? Because it's like I feel like I feel like so many parents had to watch High School Musical, and like maybe they thought it was garbage, but you know I don't, I don't know. It wasn't. I Spoiler mean, alert: We're talking about High School Musical. <laughs> oh, okay, to be fair, I didn't know that that was going to be a drop. So I uh, right. So I've so so far, me and Hunter have only talked about uh, shows, so we haven't gotten into any like decom territory yet. So this is our first uh, step into the world of DCOMs with mm-hmm. not the first, but probably the most impactful. DCOM. Yes. Um, and we are going to be going through different songs from different movies in the High School Musical franchise and doing rankings and having discourse that is predominantly Lucas Grabeel related. <laughs> uh, you. Everybody needs to know um, that time travelers um truly like you, why'd you laugh <laughs> um it's funny when we originally had this conversation it 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 began when the sun was up and it continued for an hour i mean it truly went for hours like yes. it, it's, it's actually kind of insane how much this content has like actually taken root in my just general life it's right. it's kind of scary the but. fact that i ain't had shit to say in my english class talking about like huckleberry finn i was just like i don't know but i can go on for hours about the layers of the high school musical franchise what what becca is saying is that Sharpe evans is doing something better than tom sawyer huckleberry finn Oh, absolutely. <laughs> She's doing something different. Sharpay Evans isn't racist. Let's start there. <laughs> Do we know that, though? <laughs> I mean, just like statistically. I mean, if we're thinking about, you know, wealth and whiteness. It's oh. Like, you know what I'm saying? I, I mean, guess. it's it's, it's but certainly. she totally bones 
Zeke at the end of the first movie, yeah, right? Yeah, but so, the fetishization of black men is, is, a, is a conversation. I just think it's something that if we were in this time period, we'd have a more of a conversation about because I, I that is my one critique of the films is that, like, you know, to be totally frank, like, I never I never identified with any of the of the characters necessarily. Yeah. Um, because I felt like the messaging of the film was that, like, everybody is... Like, you can get, you can kind of get along with everybody, right? There's, like, a way that we can all kind of actually get along. You know, we're all in this together. But then all of the characters were kind of stereotypes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. So it was, like, it's, like, the people writing this, it's, like, what? I don't, I don't, it doesn't make sense to me, but it's, it is, on the flip side of that, just truly absurd how much, like, I would rank some of these songs in, like, my favorite songs of all time, maybe. A hundred percent. And I don't... I don't. If I ever get married, some of these will be on the wedding playlist. It's in one of my... It's, it's on our wedding playlist. Oh, my God. There's a song on our wedding playlist. <laughs> and, I mean, in a way that is, like, you know, kind of saccharine and, like, nostalgic. But, I mean... But, but that... That's what this... I mean, it's truly one of those things that, like, we all can come back to and, like, recognize. Yeah. You know? And we no might veer off decom, pop culturally later, but as kids, it's like this one. No ever decom has ever held the power. No, uh, no. Like, I remember them trying to brag that Descendants 2 was, like, the fifth most watched Disney Channel movie. And we're like, baby, <laughs> the way that High School Musical 2 pummeled you <laughs> and every other movie that came after. Yeah, we need to look up the dates because I, for some reason I have it in my head that, like, High School Musical 2 premiered on, like, the first week of school. It did. It did? It definitely oh did. Oh my god. I was, I mean, is that the biggest, like, it's not, it's not tease, because that would be, the, that would be preceding summer, in a way. You know what I'm saying? What would it yeah. be for, like, what, that's, it's like a blue ball, almost, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like this, like, pop culture blue ball. It's like, yeah. I'm, I'm sitting in school and y'all are throwing paper into the air, like, stereotypical right. high school students in movies and saying, I remember it being the first weekend of school because my school... The first day of school was always a half day on a Friday. So I was like, mm. what was the fucking point? Yeah. But it was that, and it premiered that night, and, like, it was the first sleepover of the school year. It was, like, me and my three friends. Yeah, yeah. And I, I was mean... so mad that Lucas Grabeel wasn't shirtless. <laughs> they had teased a bathing suit scene oh in the novel. God. I bought the junior novel before, and I read the whole thing, so I knew what was going to happen before yeah. the movie premiered. And in that scene where Ryan is, like, Oh, Gabriella's mom makes the best brownies or whatever. <laughs> which Listen, the boy hey. next, which the boy next door with Jennifer Lopez, hey. fully ripped off with "I uh, love your mother's cookie." Maybe the thing that I most identified with in those movies, the brownies. I mean, yeah, because you know, like I mean, later on in life, when there's Busby quiz, and this is like, which High School Musical character to crush on? What it says about your personality? And I was like, I didn't. All these people I thought were miserable. <laughs> I thought every character, I thought every character was miserable. I was like, this is, like, I, I'm a character driven, like, that's what I'm drawn to. Yeah. Know? And so I was like, I, I I, guess. I mean, I'm going along for the ride for the songs, I think, but here but we in are. The, in the novel, it was like, Ryan walked out in an East High bathing suit, and I was like, oh my god. Like, there's, there's, no, the- there's novels? Yeah. Are you serious? <laughs> yes, I had all of them. They would come out like a week before the movie. And it was the plot of the movie, like with the dialogue typed <laughs> up, but also with the characters' inner thoughts. It's madness. That is uh, actually, I mean, it's, it's I have, fascinating. That would actually be something that they should do for like real I have TV the shows. High School Musical 2 novelization and the Spy Kids novelization 
sitting on my shelf in a place of high honor. They should like do that for t- you know like for t- like for TV shows. What if they like each week like this is kind of comic book based actually. There's like stuff yeah. in comics that's very like in the middle of like a narrative that like give you a piece of information like inform some of it. What if they did that for like TV shows? Like they you know what I mean? Like what if they released like document like documents that like gave you insight into the TV show? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, we're watching Lost. Beck and I are watching Lost right now. We're going through it. And it's like, if I'm thinking about it, that would be something that would really elevate a world like that. It would. That's crazy. It's like the... Have you, did you watch any of the High School Musical, the musical, the series? Um, Only the episode that Lucas Gravy was on. He was on an episode? Yes. And he delivered. Really? Yes. He's got a song where he goes... I didn't know he was even on. I should know. I played Ryan. But he also hits a high note that was like, oh, oh whop, you know? And like, <laughs> um, <laughs> We watched, like, uh, I think the first or second episode, and we said, I think in the moment that we liked it, we never ended up continuing to watch it. But it's like, it, it, it I don't know. It's this really insane universe that doesn't yeah. really make I kind of think sense, that but... when they announce, like, a spinoff of a nostalgic property like that, you're so anxious that if it's even not bad, it's like, okay, yeah, sure, all right. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like you're just so happy. That... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, like, I, I guess I don't even really... I, I Is it that? I don't know. I, I, I really haven't seen it. It's like I truly can't remove any... I can't remove... You're so right. That's such an astute yeah. observation. <laughs> That's so true. It's like you, you, you would accept absolute dust <laughs> from it as long as it's something you know what i mean so yes. it's like you truly can't have an unbiased view i gave it. raven's home an excuse because i was pouring <laughs> sweat i wanted it to be good so bad that's so true i when we watched that show i was like are y'all for real but y'all were like it's good <laughs> it wasn't and we like <laughs> listener me and two of my really good friends were like we watch raven's home like <laughs> weekly on the night for a couple of weeks like that was a thing that we did as adults these who, are people who can drink. buy alcohol in yes. all 50 states <laughs> like these are fully legally drinking legally age we could drink legally we were tattooed individuals <laughs> You could be 17 and tattooed. Well, they were professional. <laughs> All right. So we're, we're 10 minutes into this. <laughs> so when we initially had this conversation, the way that... Did, we... I, did I bring it up? Well, I'm just trying to remember, like, because I feel like I've had this conversation with Emily, actually. Like, I've, like, posed this question before. And so yeah. I, maybe I was like, I'll ask Becca because she would really have the thing and I think was that how it happened or were we talking about it already I don't remember how it got brought up you all need to know that if Beck and I are in the car together one out of like seven times we'll listen to a high school musical song yes there was we actually went on a trip to like Ohio and Kings Island with a group of our friends like right after graduation and started playing the high school musical soundtrack and we stopped where we were going to eat and every day was playing, and we were like, everybody stayed the fuck in the car. <laughs> yeah, we pulled, like, we locked that shit. It was like, it was like you were in a cartoon or something, and oh it's like... Oh my god. And it was like, no. Like, until we finished this song, we were not getting out of this fucking car. We really did lock them in. So... Oh my god. They I have tra- you a child lock in your shit, probably. Yeah. I The conversation began with me saying something about how 
uh, either Willy Wonka would murder you in cold blood and not like tell your family. <laughs> so I don't know how it got to High School Musical, but the way that it began was we were going to do a top three, like best of the franchise ranking, but each each one had to be from a different movie. Yeah. So like if you put you could have put all th- all three places couldn't be from number one. Right. And so my number one was three with uh, I Want It All, which I think is the best song in the franchise Hmm. for a number of reasons. Um, Big budget. It's like, it's a flex. It is such a flex. And like the, the, it's crisp. It's like so, it's immaculate. It is. And it also, the thing about it is like, it almost, um, High School Musical, there is a, a, sometimes a feeling that this is so, like, cheesy. Because it's musical theater and it's filmed. But, yeah. But because I Want It All is almost that within it, and it's, like, almost referencing itself, it actually is good. Like, it really is, like, really good. Yes. It And it really is. And the way that it moves through the kind of, like, different vignettes in it is really fun. I mean, like, High School Musical 3 got, like, an 88% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, I, I mean, think. yeah. That's better than It Chapter in, 2. In terms of, like, just a, as a movie, it's the, it, it is, well, we'll get into this, but it is yeah. probably the best, best one over, uh, overall, maybe, but in terms of favorite, that's where we'll kind of, like, yeah. I guess kind of what was What was the number one? Did we, I think we ended up maybe agreeing. Well, so we came to an agreement in the end. I think the first one that I said was Every Day. Which is a strong contender. And I think that I said that because my favorite thing about the movies probably is the Troy and Gabriella relationship. And because that's, once again, we will get into this, my favorite <laughs> Troy and Gabriella song. Yeah. I think I just equated those two things as that. Um, but... It, it, I think I came to the agreement that it is I want, that I want I want it all. Yeah. Because I mean, we're talking like we're talking vocals. Yes. We're talking two characters that. Yes. Um, that's like their their peak um, moment. You know. That's talking, like let me just it. go ahead and drop this bomb right now, so you know what context you're listening <laughs> to. Lucas Graviel is by far the most talented singer out oh, of that that's cast. Un, that's unquestionable. Um, I mean. Anybody who knows me even a little knows that I'm a huge Lucas Grabeel boner that's lasted for more than half of my life. I mean, it's an obsession. Lock your house, Lucas. (laughs) Lock your home at night. Both doors. No, I sent him a letter (laughs) in sixth grade. (laughs) Do you not know I didn't even know this. I I thought you knew. I wrote him a letter. I wrote this whole novel. It was like 12 pages, but it was a novel. Becca. Where like one of the characters was based off of him. And the character was, like, a complete doofus, but he had, like, blonde hair and, like, sang and stuff. And then I typed up a letter that was, like, really sappy and was, like, this is my novel. Like, I hope you'll read it. This character's based off of you, but it doesn't mean that I think you're stupid. Like, all the love or whatever. And I sent it off, and, like, six months went by and nothing happened, and I was so angry. (laughs) I mean, yeah, of course. (laughs) Like, every day I would write my diary and be like, that man with the hats has not sent me a letter. Right. And then, like, I'd forgotten about it, and I got a letter from California, and I opened it. And it was, like, that generic letter that's like, hey, fans, thanks for sending me a letter. Like, this is what I'm working on right now. These are my upcoming projects. I'm about to be in the adventures of Food Boy. Um, They took it as an opportunity to hawk his new material. Yes, and then, like, something else about his life update. And then, like, a signed headshot from High School Musical, too. 
and it was my prized goddamn possession. Like, I brought it to school to show everyone. <laughs> like, Lucas, watch your back. <laughs> Lucas, watch your back. Lucas, change your number. <laughs> I don't know what I would do if I ever actually met him. For real. It like, seems I like, it's, he seems like someone who would be relatively easy to meet. But then also, yeah. it's like, what do you think he... What what are the, what are the, some of them actually doing? I mean, I know point? people that have like been to LA and been at like a grunge concert and texted me and been like, "Lucas yeah. Graviel is here." Yeah, and I mean, I don't even, I really don't mean this like in any too many way. It's like, like what what is he doing right now? I love I love that people do this for me. Anytime there is a shift or some news in uh, Paramore, it or yeah, yeah. Uh, Lucas Graviel related discourse, my inbox is flooded. <laughs> Like, ten different people will be like, have you seen this? So what? what is he doing? Like, like I saw nothing. Corbin Blue in a Broadway musical. And he was good. And he yeah. was good. And, like, I don't think that's a downgrade. But in terms of, like, just, like, going from one of the biggest things of all time. Like, yeah. It, just in terms of, like, I mean, the money in the industry is not in theater. It's in film. So I just, I guess I'm wondering, like, what they're all doing. I don't. He because like the Zac Efron of it all, it's like we know, I know. Like, Vanessa Hutchins is out here like so telling Lucas... people to die from COVID. <laughs> no, if y'all don't know, I do have to recommend. Uh, Lucas was in a movie like right after High School Musical two called The Adventures of Food Boy. Becca is... doesn't mean I recommend watching this film and thinking it might be good, but truly just feasting your eyes on this I film. I just recommend it has to be seen to be believed. There was a meme of it. The meme of him sitting in the bathroom surrounded by a toast was like a big thing on Twitter for a while. <laughs> See, I never even saw that. <laughs> you know that I saw. Yeah, I know. Any I Lucas Grabier related discourse, there's not very much of it, but like immediately it's like, bam. Right. Um, but... That movie is, like, he's this boy in high school, and he's, like, kind of geeky, but he's, like, gonna run for class president or whatever. And then one day, like, food just starts coming out of his hands at random times. <laughs> so he's, like, in class, and peanut butter just, like, comes up. And it's funny for about 30 minutes, and then the other half hour, they, like, actually try to get into this, like, mythological lore of food boy people. And it gets really bad, and he kisses another woman, which made me upset. And, like... <laughs> She got jealous. So his career, like, the Zac Efron of it all, like, Lucas has been given the shaft again and again. He was on Switched at Birth yeah. on ABC Family and gave us, like, a tiny EP related to the show that tanked because, I mean, it wasn't, like, very good. But I just, his cover of Let It Snow is a Christmas classic. <laughs> I don't think I, I, don't think I love I've heard him. It. <laughs> I love him. His cover of Go the Distance. What? I mean, he's a he's a vocalist. That's a, every oh time I listen to the music, every time I listen to the music, it's like he's always a standout. That's why sure. I think I might have said that my number two was I don't dance. I, I you mentioned that being one of your favorite songs. It in is some one context. of my favorites. That is truly maybe the biggest chasm where I'm like, that's one of my, I think, one of the least favorite songs in the whole franchise. I know, and I don't understand why. It's I so good. It's, I think it's so... It doesn't make any sense. And? It doesn't make any sense. The song is called Neither, I Don't Dance, but he is dancing. The entire musical of Cats doesn't make sense. What is your point? <laughs> what? That's a straw man. <laughs> We have we could get into cat we could get into cats another time we could get into cats another sure time. but um we did actually get into cats very recently <laughs> I, 
I just think that it's a boring song. It's it's a relationship that I don't really care about that How much. Is like it boring. It's a, it's like Ryan and um, Chad. It's like what? Are the, they they the don't pet, they, they the never dance. interact any other time. The really. flavor, the queer subtext. <laughs> sure, all that well and good. It's just in terms of the story and in terms of like the song, I just don't find it interesting. And also, the song is called "I Don't Dance," but Corbin Blue is dancing in the song. <laughs> Well, Lucas Graveville did that whole dance in, like, a knee brace. Good for him. <laughs> yeah, good for him. <laughs> Remember the whole, um, like, um, this weird subtextual relationship between Gabrielle and Ryan? Yeah. Have you have you watched on Disney Plus where they have all the, like, the deleted scenes and shit? Um... I haven't watched it on Disney Plus, but I'm sure that I've seen them on the DVD. There are at some like point. so many uncomfortably long like scenes that obviously needed to be cut, but like are just in the movies. And they cut huma huma nuka nuka apua. But that's fully in it. Like the part where he, you know, when he um, is is dressed up and he is late, and so he goes and he changes um, to go jump in the pool with Gabriella. Yeah. Um. It's cut from that moment in this in the movie. He like is going to get undressed, and Sharpay's like, "Come on!" And she pulls him out, and she performs that whole fucking shit. It is like eight minutes long. It is such an, a terrible place to put that thing in the movie, but it's Whoa. fully in. The, yes, but it is fully in the the in the Disney Plus. Huma Huma is not eight minutes long. I think it is like four fifty. It feels. Double. It, it it feels in that moment in the movie so such a, an justice for Huma Huma. Uh, okay, <laughs> that is my hot take. That is my hill to die on. You're gonna die then. <laughs> I mean, she's gonna die. Okay. Huma Huma. I'll Have take it. Um, I think my second. <laughs> I think my first one. Like we said, we ended up agreeing um, that I wanted always the first one, but. I think I ended up saying that my number two was Every Day, just because I truly yeah. do think it is the best song. It is such a beautiful coming together of these two characters. And then everyone, it's, it's a It's such a beautiful moment in the movie, too. It's it like, is. the whole movie is this, like, kind of, like, red, deserty kind of thing, and then it's this, like, fresh blue oh, sky. Oh, yeah, it's and there, so it's, pretty. It, it actually is, I mean, on, on the budget of this film, it is... The cream of the crop i feel like in terms of visual storytelling yeah absolutely um it's it's a beautiful moment and truly like their vocals are really insane i mean they sound amazing together and that song is so good and then i think my my number three for the franchise was breaking free which you said is like a very basic choice it's just like the it's just um yeah it's it's the one that everyone knows so when the discourse happens people are going to say that because some people literally they could not name five songs you know what i mean i guess it's like it's just given unfair weight because so everyone knows good. it no it's, it's so, so good it is so good but i just think that i it it honestly isn't one of my favorite ones um yeah. but i do think it's good i just i always and also the drew seely of it all you know what i mean I it, it sounds so choppy i also come back to um the power that it has to make miss darbus Toss her, her clipboard, clipboard and gesture with her wrist. Oh, dude, we gotta be talk. We gotta talk about the very uncomfortable moment in the third movie when um, Troy is singing "Scream," and then Miss Darvis is just sitting in. Why the are you gonna talk shit about Scream? I'm not talking shit about Scream. I'm talking about shit about the fact that 
the lights come up and she is sitting alone in this empty school at who knows what time. That's frightening. She's always been frightening. From day one, I was scared. <laughs> but it also her. was like quintessential like arts high school teacher. Like that's so true. Like yeah. I think they would still be there. What was what was your third? Um it probably was Can I Have a Stance? Wait, but you no, like for for number one, because it had to be from number one. Oh, right, right, right. Wasn't it when there was me and you? Yes, because I think that is the most slept on song in the whole Right. Thing. And that's a choice to make. I just think that it is, in terms of the first one, the one that is the least played, the one that is the most slept on, and the one that I think is, it's it's the second best Gabrielle breakup song. Yeah, it is the second best, for yeah. sure. We also were like, can we even give it to Gotta Go My Own Way as the best, because it is the best because of Troy's contribution to it. So then arguably it can't no, be the best. No, it's not. It's just, really, it's just really elevated by Troy's com- contribution. I think it is the best because of it. Because that's the most iconic part of it. I just think that it's... I think what we said was that it's like... It can't really truly be considered a, a Gabriella Breakup song because he's in it. Right. You know? So I guess that's a spoiler category of Gabriella Breakup songs. Gotta go my own <laughs> way is the obvious number one. <laughs> And then When There's Me and You is, is a strong number two. And then I think in dead fucking last, like way behind the other girls, out of breath in the race, <laughs> is Walk Away. I actually, I disagree with Becca on that when we did when we watched it, but or when we talked about it, but I have since watched it again recently, and it is lacking in some really in unfortunate ways. The song is not horrible, but the staging of it is so, I mean, I they're all that. kind of bland. Dun, but... dun, 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 dun. And we also said, yeah, uh, when we were in like an ages long line at cookout the last time we talked about this, that like walk away is also the one with the least amount of stakes behind it. Oh, absolutely, oh, absolutely. That's such a good point, and I'm glad you brought that up because the, at that point in the movie, the big question is: Are they broken up or are they just doing long distance? I thought they were broken up, but also like, I mean, even then, she's supposed to be coming back for. The dance. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, there's not a knowledge, there's not an, uh, there's no dramatic irony that, like, she's not actually coming back. Yeah. It's so it's like, truly like, okay. why are you upset? I don't make, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Or she's like, sorry, Wildcat, this time I need to stay at home. Yeah. That sounds like Jennifer Coolidge. <laughs> 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 Vanessa, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Um, I'm taking the dog. <laughs> Dumbass. <laughs> The Ariana Grande of it all. But, like, when there was me and you has the stakes of, like, she loved this yes, boy. And then did. she sees him talking shit about her. Yeah. And that one ouches. And then did John the Tucker must die copy High School Musical? Probably. Isn't that what they do? They, like, film him talking shit about? Oh, I've never seen yeah. it. You ever seen John Tucker must die? I try not. Dude, to those are for ladies. One of the best. One of the best lines in in early teens. I just really don't like rom coms. It's not. A, it's not a rom com. It absolutely is. No, it's not. It's like a teen comedy. I mean, it's Ugh. anyway. It's I the mean, same thing. Jeez, no, it's not. Okay, but I yes, I I agree that number the thir- the one from the third one, Walk Away, is 
miles behind the other ones. But, but I do think that it has merit. I, I hate when people are like, it's bad. It's a bad song. It's I don't not. think that's true at all. It's not. It's just It just pales in comparison so much to the other two. Absolutely. And the stakes have got to go my own way. She's like, I'm leaving this place. I mean, got to go my own way is, once again, like, a is a good song, period. And then yeah. you add all the context. It's like, it's insane. So that's the ranking of the Gabriella song. Yes. Definitively. Yes. Um... Torian Gabriella's is a toughie because there's like seven of them. Yeah, and they're all there's not a bad Torian Gabriella. Yeah, they're all there's so literally good. not a bad one. And I mean, you yeah. could you could make an argument maybe that there are like definitively way better ones, but I don't even know if that's true. Yeah. Like, I don't know if that's true. Because all of them are god tier, I think. Honestly, yeah. Yeah, I mean, even the reprises, it's like these are fire. Okay, so like discourse on them. Start of something new is our first one. That opens the franchise. That is our first taste. Yes. I don't even think we actually ended up ranking these. We literally just went through all of them. Because you like, can't. You can't do it. Okay, so start of something new. I if we're talking about there's maybe some definitively not as good ones. Yeah. I don't necessarily know if that one's not as good. It just doesn't stand out to me in any way. Because once again, Drew Seeley. Yeah. I don't equate it with Troy's voice at all. Yeah. I just really don't. It really is just proof that, like, and even just someone's like, voice can change It's still at the entry point of the franchise, so it's not, like, it doesn't have the power of us being attached to those characters yet. Yeah, in no way. In no way. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's really good, but it's, like, on the lower As side. a song, though, it's, like, a good song. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good song. We and have I like a, we have a... And also, I'm acting like it's... <laughs> Like at the bottom, I if this song comes on, I am singing it. Yes, I we have a friend that entered, I think, like his fifth or sixth grade talent show and sang "Start of Something New" just by himself. I'm, there you go. <laughs> uh, actually, previous guest Hunter Martin <laughs> exposed. <laughs> so then, after that would be, I guess, the and also um, who doesn't dream of knocking a karaoke song out of the fucking park? Absolutely. I mean, me with a stranger, right? On NYE, the sexual tension. <laughs> Is wafting. Yeah. That's a word I know. Um, <laughs> so Ew. then, I guess after that would be the, what I've been looking for, reprise. Which I, it is. Which is, is probably the song. lowest so on the list by far. But just because there's not as much to do there. But just because it's followed by the power and the queer energy of what I've been looking for. The yeah. jazz square? Yeah. God, that song. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, clearly well, I'm a Ryan see, and Sharpay apologist. This is another thing that we will get into later, but I think overall the first movie we'll get into it. We'll get into it. Okay, so then after I guess they don't sing another one together until Breaking Free. Yeah, that movie, which it's I I wouldn't say it's the best, but it's up there. I mean, you know how I feel about it. I I think that it's. I just, I can't stop thinking about how it's Drew Seeley. Right. I don't, I don't know why. And But I also do think that the song overall is not as, um, it, it feels generic. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't feel like a Troy, it doesn't feel like Troy and Gabriella inspired that song. It feels like a song that they wrote because they knew it would be popular. You know what I mean? I guess. Like, all the other Troy and Gabriella songs feel like at least a little bit inspired by their... Yeah, it's not as personal. Yeah. 
But neither has started something new, really. Yeah, but that's what we were talking about. Is it's like I feel like overall the ones from this movie are not yeah. names. But then after that you would. But have... they are all good. Yeah. After that you would have you were the music and me. Which is definitively top three. I Absolutely. Think. Definitively top three. I mean, even just like the 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 music video of it all. It's memorable. You know what I mean? Yes. It's the Kelsey inclusion. We have to stand it. <laughs> I mean, just them around the piano, it's cute and it's playful, but it's yeah. also, like, so romantic. It's lovely. Is that, I think we might only get, like, two in that movie. Unless you count Gotta Go My Own Way, which I no, don't but really. But also, every day. Every day is the slap of the slaps. I, yeah. I mean, that is, like, one of the best songs of all time, IMO. <laughs> Agreed. That song would be in my, at least in my top, like, 20. Yeah. Of songs of all time. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and I don't even know why, but there really is this powerful sense of, like, early love in it. I don't know. Yeah. And it's, it's like, oh, it just hits. Yeah. Well, and it also, it, it is because that story, that, that romance really comes to, I think, ahead in that movie and in that moment yeah so then that would bring us into the third movie with right here right now <sighs> beautiful really yeah i in terms of song, i didn't like it as a kid though in terms of song it's probably the best one in terms of it as a song what? as as in terms of no. ages notes on a page what no. could be done with it i think it maybe is the best one nah it's can i have this dance for me <laughs> <laughs> can i have this dance is a sexy song that song's sexy. It is. It's. It, it, let's be honest. They're older. They're. You know. They're growing up. You can up. see her is, panties. Oh my god. I mean, who among us didn't pause it as a wee little seventh grader? Um, seventh grade, eighth grader. I, I can inquire that I did, sir. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a. It's a sexy song. I mean, I think that it, it is. is. And then the rain and like the way their clothes cling to them. I mean, they knew what they were doing. But honestly, I the first time when I watched that as a kid, I only. Got boners for Ryan. That was it. This was a deep blood running thing for me. I mean, clearly. And it still kind of is. It's visceral. It's It's like if somebody pops on like Halloween Town High, like I'm I'm in another mode. You're there. It's so messed up. Anybody hear the 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 song WAP? Uh, That was Becca for Lucas (laughs) Gregor. Is 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 currently is. to this day. Um, um but, I think High School Musical three gives us like four. It gives us so many, yeah. Because we've got it's, those two, and yep. then technically, just want to be with you. Is you have that, yeah. Which is one of my favorites, mostly because of the Kelsey Ryan opening. But I I I think there's passages of it that are really memorable and that I really love. But I think overall, it's not super memorable to me. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I, I think it's a good song, and, like, it gets stuck in my head some passages. But, like, of literally, it, all the you have to understand, like, my love for Ryan was so deep. Yes. And I, I felt like I got him in, like, scrounges. So when I had, oh, absolutely, I had to, like, absolutely. cling to, it was crazy. Yeah. I um, mean, that's, that's such, it's, it's such an imbalance of character in the, in the yeah. movie, though. Because we talked about it, too. It's like, I, Chad and Taylor are, are, are where... You know what I mean? <laughs> well, what's that? Where are they? Yeah. You know what I mean? 
I can like can, why are they on the cover? You're, you can count not, on you one hand in the movie. You can count on one hand the amount of Chad and Taylor solo lines in oh, her number. It's yeah, it's like why are it's like what was y'all are just pimping their Taylor images especially out? will just vanish. I know it's 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 I mean it's one of the glaring problems with those films I do think, but um, yeah, but yeah, I I I do like I just want to be with you. It's Especially yeah. the end, you know what I mean? Yeah. I just wanna be with you. I mean, that's that's one of those things that's like in my bones. It's like, church. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. It is. Um, and it's so cute. In when they're rehearsing and he picks her up and spins her around. At the end, Troy Gabriella, mm. when they paint on each other. You know, it is not uh. church. <laughs> not church. The opposite of church. Probably, I don't know if it's the worst song in the franchise, but it's down there. What? Uh, the boys are back. Ooh. Yikes. Yeah. That song is not good. <laughs> it is not good. Okay. I have a soft spot for it because um, when I went to a private school in seventh grade, we had to memorize all of the countries of West Africa for some reason. Mm-hmm. And I memorized them to the tune of The Boys Are Back. Wow, Hannah Montana, you were doing the bow dance. I know. <laughs> and I still remember it. Like, when I sing it, I'll be like, Nigeria, Senegal, Gambia. <laughs> like, my brain can't turn that off. Wow. Okay, do it. <laughs> no, that's, I did. I just did it. I don't, you don't get the whole song. That's premium content. That's OnlyFans. <laughs> that's, that's the Patreon. Um, yeah, I, I, I just want to be with you is, is, a, is, a, is a good song. Yeah. Is that is that a thing? Yeah. Anything else? I don't think so. I think the worst song in the franchise is that senior musical mashup that they do, like, kind of towards the end of the third one. I don't really count that. That feels like musical. It's, it's really on like... the soundtrack. Although, although, the opening of it where Kelsey and Ryan duet and Lucas says, come on, like, rolls over on the piano with his, oh my god. There's a gif of it. It defines me. Like, I don't even know what else to tell you. I mean, you don't need to. I mean, I know what you're saying. <laughs> um, should we do Ryan Sharpay numbers? Yeah, that feels, that feels good. Okay. Actually, we should do we should do Troy numbers first, because I feel like those right. are kind of lackluster, kind of overall. I disagree. Well, I just think that they... We talked about this. It's okay. like, it, the character of Troy is not a real person. Right. You know what I mean? And so they're trying to ascribe these very complex feelings to a person that no one knows. You know right. what I mean? Like, this is not a character that is actually a real person. You know what I mean? No. Yeah. And so it's like, it feels, all. it always feels either saccharine or, like, cheesy in case of the second one. You know what I mean? But I think the songs as songs are, like, fun and bops. And I saw where they were going with it. Yeah. Overall. Troy songs, right? <laughs> um, so I think in terms of Troy songs, Bed on It has a commanding lead. Bed on It is iconic in of itself because of the overacting. Of but it I all. think that's the thing is it's like it's iconic for being funny because <laughs> it's like cheesy. But it's also like a bop. Those I mean, drums at the beginning. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I guess. I mean, I guess. Did we say that um, Get Ahead of the Game was a Troy song or, like, a sports song? It's kind of both, but it's more a Troy song. 
listeners, when you watch these movies, they are truly structured like a here's a Gabrielle song, here's a blah, blah, blah. But there are these weird miscellaneous songs like The Boys Are Back, I Don't Dance. I, I mean, yeah. head, Get Your Head in the Game is a short song. It is. It's just not in the same place structurally because as the rest of the you films, have that but... iconic interlude. Yes. Why am I feeling so wrong? Yes. Yes. Oh my god. I have talked about this with... With the Drew Seeley of it all. It's so glaring. It's I have talked gross. about this with both straight and queer people. <laughs> but that scene where Troy is shirtless in the locker room... In the first remember? one? Yeah, yeah, in the yeah, first yeah, one. And he has that conversation with his dad. And yeah. right before it cuts to commercial... Zach Evron rocked up a little bit in the frame, and you could see his nipple, and everyone was like, ah! <laughs> like I mean, that was me with, with Gabrielle, and I, and I have his dance, and I'm a ponder. <laughs> that was... I... These movies... That was me. These movies were at a time when we were all, you know, when we were, you know, thinking about things. That was me. In a way. That was me praying to... God, that Lucas Greenfield would be shirtless. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. That man does him. not have a body. <laughs> yes, he does. He's, yes, he does. Not really. I mean, you know, that was that was also the thing that was so upsetting. It was such a disillusioning time, too, because of the whole the scandal with Vanessa. Okay, Hedges. also, I have to draw attention quickly to Lucas Greenfield's blap from the Fox and the Hound 2 soundtrack. You know I will. Um, beautiful. <laughs> I <laughs> that was a really disillusioning time too because it was this very like you know it was a scene that all of us watched and we were obsessed with but then the whole scandal with Vanessa Hudgens news getting leaked it was, oh my god it was really it I was, always forget about that I remember it being disillusioning because I you know I did like I did have the biggest crush on her and yeah but you're a child and there's so much purity culture and you're so you're so innocent that you're almost like made to just like be against her kind of somehow Right. And it and I remember like I, I don't remember take partaking in that, but I do remember it my affecting my opinion of her and it really sucked. Because I was like it just it was like this weird ruining of innocence in some way. It made me so mad. It makes me so mad in retrospect because it's like that's her private stuff like Yeah. Who, why did you who did that? That's Haley so Haley Williams had nudes leaked when I was like in eighth grade and it wrecked me. I just it's so it's so disgusting because those people really are heroes to people. Yeah. To kids, to literally children. Yeah. That's, it's so, it's, 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 but, uh, it's beyond demoralizing. But, uh, but, uh, Troy songs. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I, it's, we'll put up I know I'm getting off of the tangents, but when we talked about this the first time, one of the things we said was it really is kind of crazy how much these movies and the culture of these movies, like, affected our, like, entrance into, like, pop culture and just kind of, like, being a, a person. Yeah. Like, it really is. But, okay, Troy songs, um... <laughs> Bet on it has the commanding lead. She said, we're cutting this. She said, it's a chop. <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> um, Bet on it has a commanding lead, followed by... I mean, I guess. Scream. Scream I, is not memorable as a song I anyway. think it is. I think Scream is really underrated. The fucking basketball's falling? Kenny, dude, what the fuck? I'm sorry. It's not... It's, it's, it's the rotating walls for me. <laughs> he said Inception came out? Okay. <laughs> I don't know. And then I guess... But Get Your Head in the Game is also so iconic that it's, like, kind of hard to put it last. Yeah, I mean, I guess I would put Get Your Head in the Game number one. I don't know. It's, like, none of them none of them feel good to me, really. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I can't relate, but... I, and I, 
I don't know. It's like I don't feel good about them as songs, really, and I don't feel good about them as numbers for the character. I don't know. And the lyrics just feel kind of... I don't know. I think it's just because I don't think Troy Bolton is a real person. Right. I just don't. Well, so then there's not much there to discuss. Well, that's fair. It's fair sure. that this franchise that is so good is also has we some kind numbers. of. I kind of want to talk about, like, you can't really say opening and closing numbers because some of the opening numbers were, like, Troy Gabriella duets. Yeah. I guess, like, group numbers as a whole. Yeah, we could just go through group numbers as a whole. Which would be, I think in the first one would be Stick to the Status Quo. Yeah. Which we didn't talk much about. I feel like Stick to the Status Quo feels the most dated. Like when you <laughs> it listen really to it, when you listen to it, it's like, what the fuck is this? Like it sounds like you're watching some like educational video about like proper ethics in like the grocery store or something. Like it sounds like this like weird yeah. like like it sounds like it sounds like a it sounds like a intro song on like a like um cartoon network like saturday morning like oh, reruns. no situation. don't do this like it sounds or not cartoon network but like you know what i'm saying like no, cartoons on saturday like it sounds yeah. like this weird like oh i don't know how to describe it because it almost is like before our time you know what i mean it kind of is it's really strange because it it shouldn't be that way but it is <laughs> Listen while I'm ready to tell. It's Didn't, like, what's happening? Wasn't that the guy that got arrested for the robbing pizza a pizza place? Like, that's what happens. Sad, yeah. let that man down. <laughs> um, and then I think the only other one in that movie is We're All in This Together. Yeah. Which is I- iconic, almost transcends the franchise. Yeah, it really does. I mean, yeah. Was that the first thing that our generation learned to dance together? I think so. Or was it Soldier Boy? It no, Soldier. I think Soldier Boy was after. Unless my private school was just way way behind, but we didn't start Soldier Boying at the pep rallies until fifth grade. Yeah, and I guess High School Musical was fourth grade, right? Yeah. Because I brought my CD to school and like had it just poking out of my backpack, and I was like hoping people would ask me about it. Yeah. So yeah, it definitely it definitely was High School Musical. That's yeah. crazy! Holy shit! <laughs> the first thing that our generation like learned to dance to was that. Mm-hmm. And then you go right into probably the strongest opening number. What time is it? Oh, it might be my favorite group number. It de- yeah, the choreography in that slaps like no other. Yeah, it really might like, be my favorite. Like everybody has their solos. Taylor and Chad get a bit. Yeah, you know. I mean, the vocals are fire. That those very last kind of like stacked chords near the end. Yeah, and it just like the way the anticipation for that movie and it was just like such a boom and like I don't even know. It's just it's well, it's also it's fun to feel buoyant. You know what I mean? It's like fun yeah. to be like, hey, you know what I mean? Yeah. We got like a a. It was a bop. It was a summer bop. It was. I, so it seems weird, but, like, I really don't love All for One, like, at all. I can understand that. I do like it, though. It's fine, but I just... I actually don't like the verses. I feel like the verses are so forgettable. 
Yeah, the chorus is uh, some parts of it I just cringe really bad. It's like, what is this melody? Like they're just singing three notes. But Lucas does deliver some vocals in it. But Lucas delivers vocals in all of them. So Speaking of Lucas delivering vocals, the group number that never was, I Can't Take My Eyes Off of You. Oof. The bonus track on the soundtrack <sighs> for the first one. We, we need like a cover. We need like people to cover that song. That song is incredible. <laughs> I mean, it's it's unreal. It's a shame that it's Drew Seeley on it, though. To be honest, I don't really have anything against Maybe Drew because Seeley, I, but, but, but because I've only heard it on like a soundtrack setting, I, I don't identify it with the characters almost. Yeah, that's kind of true. You know? Like I identify it as Lucas hitting those high notes, not like Ryan hitting them. Sure. Yeah. Also, yeah. because it's like he and Ashley sing their lines in kind of like a love context. Yeah. So but it, when you told me that weird. there's a music video of them in the studio, like singing that, that actually kind of like pisses me off. Cause it's like, y'all are really committed to the bit this hard that you're going to like film him in the studio, but not, you know what I'm saying? Like you're going to yeah. film Zac Efron, but it's going to be Bruce Lee. Right. You know what I mean? That's it's like, yeah. that's strange. Like what? Just don't even, if you're not going to fucking put it in the movie, then what's the point of this? You know, what is this? Would you um, count... I don't know if I would count Now or Never as a group number. What are you talking about? The opening number of the um, third one. Um, 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 we haven't talked about one of my favorite group numbers. What? The second one. Which one? Come on now. Work... Oh! Oh! Work this out? Oh my god. Work this out. True. Is, is, is in contention for most underrated song in the whole yeah absolutely in contention possibly the most underrated song in the whole franchise true one of the best dances too kenny ortega is a choreographer Uh kenny ortega is a choreographer first in fact yeah so we don't even talk about the fact that these like these dances are fucking insane I mean, that worked this out. That, that's it's I know. That was the one that you, like, always wanted to learn. But you're like, oh, my God, there's no way. Yeah. I mean, just the shuffles in it. It's like, yeah. it feels like. I remember when they released nice. the, like, when they did the dance along cut of High School Musical 2. Sure. I mean, I, I never really I don't remember which. Group, I don't even remember which dance they did. I think it was What Time Is It. But they had Lucas, like, back in the DJ booth, not even dancing. He just being, like, bopping around in the DJ booth. Right. And I was so angry. Being Disney Channel puppets. I was so angry. I was <laughs> like, he's the best one, and y'all know it. Is it he is he up there because of his knee? Burning someone's toast. <laughs> the be- the best line in any musical theater. Burning someone's toast. <laughs> I have spent my entire life up until this year, 2020. This is really embarrassing. Up until this year, 2020, thinking that that character saying, I needed Benjamins, but this ain't worth the stress. I was just thinking about that line. I, I thought, needed Benjamins. It's Jason, isn't it? Yeah. He never sings, except then. I thought that Benjamins, up until this fucking year, was a kind of shoe. Really? Yeah. Not like Benjamin Franklin? No. I thought it was like a business dress shoe, like a wallaby. Wallaby. <laughs> hey there, Wallaby. Keisha referring to Wallaby Racing. I don't know why. Is I Disney going to sue the pants off of us for talking about their content? I hope not. Or no, because we're doing it for free. They're yeah. probably like, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 
if they didn't sue the people who made Escape from Tomorrow, like anything is possible. <laughs> Burn is someone. <laughs> so is now or never a group number? Um. Yeah. I don't really. It West Side Night, and yeah, we putting up a fight. Yeah. I would argue that the only case for now or never is the. But now I can hardly breathe. Oh, we can do it just know that I believe. That's all I The sexual tension of it. Her and Virginal White. I mean, I mean, and when they flip the posters over and she emerges out of them, I mean, it's, it's borderline yeah. a religious image. And then A Night to Remember. Which is Oof. also probably on my best songs of all time. Oof. And talk about choreography. That Paris mm-hmm. choreography in the end, so fire. The spotlight on Ryan. Yeah, I mean, and all I needed. Yeah. Sold. Also, but also the I, the iconic queer subtext of too tight. It makes me look weird. Oh yeah, because everyone thought they said queer back then. Did they? Yeah, people thought that. Oh, I didn't know that. I mean, it was just stupid fucking boys. Yeah, of course. Me. Yeah. Uh, I think, I think the thing about A Night to Remember is that because it's part of the musical, I mean, I know that there's also the element of, like, there's their prom is coming up, but it doesn't feel like that's what it's about. It feels like it's for the musical, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Which so is kind it, of a weird feel... twist that I don't know if I like. I, I always hated that. I always thought it was so stupid. I was like... yeah. Like what? It like so the M Night. We don't need to M Night Shyamalan the song. My dumbass was like, "You're theater program and you're having them playing musical by themselves. Like, why are you not doing Into the Woods?" I know. Like, <laughs> my fucking Capricorn ass was like, "This Darvis is not a good teacher." You're not a Capricorn. <laughs> I'm a Capricorn rising, oh. which is gonna overpower almost anything in my chart. Okay. But I was always like, "Why are y'all doing a musical by yourselves and not like a good musical?" Yeah, this doesn't make any sense. Juilliard's gonna come and watch you guys sing about yourselves. And then I guess, <laughs> would you count the senior school musical thing as a group number or just like a I just miscellaneous? Don't even count that it's just because it's repeating songs. I think the unfortunate butchering of Ryan and the Pink Cat Girls has to be addressed. Well, they're just goes, summarizing right here. Oh yeah. God. Yeah. They tried so hard to make some people think that Ryan was straight. They really tried. What didn't Kenny Ortega come out with some like fuck ass like statement recently that was like Yes We just it was ahead of what did they say? It was like totally dodging any He was like, Oh no, Ryan is definitely a character that came out when he went to college. Right. But Lucas has actively been like, No, like I wanted it. But he was also in Milk, like the film about Harvey Milk. Yeah, right. So, like, it's well, there. Well, I mean, it's like, I get it. It's like, Disney Channel was literally never, under any circumstances, going to let them make him explicitly gay. Right. You know, I mean, at that time period, they were never going to. So then, I guess you would just have... But that's what that's what my problem was, was that it's like, they were all those characters were stereotypes. Yeah. And the point was, we can all be friends, but it's like, then why are you stereotyping these characters? No. So then, I guess after that, you would just have... High School Musical. Which I honestly think is, I've said this before, but it's like, it's the finale to the whole, it's the finale to the third one, but it's also the finale to the whole franchise. Yeah. And it's a good song, but I don't think it's a home run. 
it, it it's, really, it's it's like not a bop, but it's also not a ballad, and it's also not like the only thing that really really bugs me about it. It didn't used to, but now as an adult, it does. I want the rest of my life to be just like my High School Musical. Yeah, girl. However, that is the only musical moment that feels like it might be in the right vein. You know, when it kind of slows True. down and they're kind of belting, and it's like. I think it's a great song, but I have, I physically have to think of it in the context of them singing about the franchise and kind of breaking the fourth wall as opposed to singing about high school because but, high school was so, so bad for right. me that I just like, but I can't. think that in that context, it's even more upsetting because I just don't think that it's a, it's a knockout of the, it's, it's not a home run. Right. And it, it has to be a home run. It's the finale of high school musical. Yeah, I mean, it, it is kind of a letdown, ultimately. It's like the bar is so much higher for it. No. But it is a good song. It is. I mean, and the, the honestly, the verses, like the solo verses that each of the leads get are some of the best solo verses. Yeah. And then, like, the, the like, 10-second shots on them. Yeah. The way I wept yeah. at Lucas in the theater. Yeah. And, and I like the robes. It's, like, adds a fun, like... Yeah. The but I think like, is kind of being like outside men, feels very strange. Like, when were we ever outside in High School Musical? Right. You know what I mean? Except for, like, on the golf course twice. Well, I mean, like, when were we, like, the underrated, outside of the school? It felt like this weird breaking of the fourth wall. The underrated comedy of Troy Bolton teaching the golf class and that little kid, like, just hammering the crown with the golf yeah. club. High School Musical 2 is the best one, in my opinion. Well, do we want to talk about Ryan and Sharpay songs first? Can we get into that? I mean, it's been like an hour, so oh. I don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, well, I wanted all the screw the best. Yeah. Let's just, I mean, run down the list real quick. I think Box of the Top is the worst. If we're In counting the franchise? Huma, if, we're, if we're counting Uma Numa, then that's the worst. I, I, I mean, really... I, I accept that, but it hurts. <laughs> What's their one in the second one? Um, Is it? Fabulous, I guess. I think that would probably be my second favorite. I really like that. It's annoying, but it's probably it's better than fucking first one. I mean, what I've been looking for is and what Bop to the Top is I don't know. That song's kind of annoying, but... Okay. (laughs) But in general, we kind of disagree overall, but the number one we agree is I Want It All. Yes. Period. Right. Yeah. Okay, so this was the point of the conversation in which we had to have the conversation as well about how our opinion of what is the best movie is, is dictated by... The songs, but also the story. Mm-hmm. And I think we both came to the conclusion that number two is the best one. Yeah. But three, there's obvious arguments as to it being the best one. And what we said was number three had overall the best songs. Yeah, 100%. But only by like a point or two. Yeah. Like it was a 10 and number two is an eight, but the number two had the better plot but, like, by four or five points. Mm-hmm. And so, overall, it was the best one. Like, it, it has an 18 yeah. overall score out of 20. But Probably also the best jokes and the one that, like, still holds up the most. Yeah, probably. In my opinion. I mean, number three is, like, a bigger budget, but it feels, this, it feels very strange. It doesn't feel right. like it belongs on that screen, honestly. Two has always been my favorite. I think... I, I would probably say two is my favorite if you asked me. Yeah. If you just asked me in passing, I would say two. 
Right. <laughs> in passing. Yeah. You're, like, going up next to somebody on the escalator and they ask. But, and, uh, two makes a lot of points up in its music because of the Troy Gabrielle songs. True. Yeah. Because music and me and Everyday are... Because there are some very weak songs in two. Yes, I agree. And there are some in in three as well, but the the hits are hits. Mm -hmm. They are hits. They are hits. And so we said number two, the number three, the number one. Yeah. And let's talk about it. I mean, name another franchise where... Not only do they have one sequel that is better than the first, but they have another sequel that is better than the first. Not Shrek. I mean, <laughs> truly name another franchise. I, I, I could name ones with sequels that are really good and some that are better than the first, but I can't name one that has at least three movies and both of them are better than the first. No. I mean, I'm going through things in my head, and I'm like, it's, it's, there's, there's... You can't. There's not? You come up empty. Surely not Spy Kids, though she no. tried. No. <laughs> um, Scream could have done it. But didn't. But did not. Saw could have done it. Didn't. But didn't. Um, <laughs> Discussing Saw on my Disney Channel podcast. <laughs> Yeah, I just, it doesn't, it, yeah. there's, there's nothing. I mean, it's... I know. So, definitive ranking is for sure 2, 3, 1. Yeah, I think so. All Although, right. I think a lot of people would probably say 1, but that's because, once again, for the same reason, they would say Breaking Free is their favorite. Yeah, sure. A lot um, of people aren't as deep into the discourse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, number 2, for sure, is, is my favorite. Yeah. This might have to be a conversation continued further at another point. <laughs> I mean... I'm always, I'm always down to but, talk about these guys. So, me and Hunter did this thing when we were wrapping it up where we were just like, what's the Disney lesson that we learned today? The Disney lesson? Cool. Yeah. Um, I think my Disney lesson would be that I think the reason I think Disney shows have gone to shit, kind of, is because they don't seem to focus on character yeah. in the way that they maybe used to. And I think that in terms of High School Musical specifically, I feel that Troy is the is the protagonist of the story, I think, overall. Yeah. And I don't think that he's a person that is actually real. Right. And so I I always had a hard time identifying with these characters because I didn't... I found a lot of them stereotypes and then the main person not a real person. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I just, I wish that they had committed more to making that character maybe real or just kind of changing it. It's like, we didn't, I guess we didn't need a cool person. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, we, I guess we didn't need that narrative again. My Disney lesson is, uh, and always has been and always will be, Lucas Graviel is the underrated talent of the century. The century. You heard it here first, folks. Lucas, once again, lock your doors. <laughs> I don't know where he lives. I I pride myself, I think, on being the kind of person that would like ninety nine percent of the time not ever say anything to a celebrity. I, I did we talk? Did we talk about? Celebrity? I Probably. think that's true. Oh, I talked about Connor. 
I agree. If I ever did, though, it would truly be to, like, thank them. Like, it wouldn't yeah. be, like, if I have a picture, it would truly be, like, I have learned from your work. So, like, like I, I cannot, I think as a kid, I could more because it was, like, a joke. But I could sure. never in reality imagine myself, like, stalking a celebrity. No. Oh, my God, no. Well, no, it's, like, yeah, you you don't want Hillary Duff shouting at you. All right. Uh, thanks for Thanks for time traveling with us. I don't remember if I had picked an outro or not, but if I did, I will just uh, go back and put it in here.